Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So in this episode, we're talking about three different topics that have come up in conversations with some of my online coaching clients this week around some key things that can often help a lot of other people to know as well. These are really common struggles or challenges or just things that are really helpful to work on to help you get to where you want to be and keep the results. So these are around mindset, nutrition and kind of self-care. And I'm going to go straight into the first one, which is a conversation I had with a client earlier this week. And this lady has been doing really well in a tough situation with, at the moment, she's got an injury that's really holding her back in terms of the exercise that she would normally be doing. And a lot of work stress, really long hours, a lot to do. And we've been working together for a while and she's made some incredible progress in that time, particularly with her mindset. And that's the biggest thing I've been wanting to help her with because I can see from the start, it's the mindset side of things that's held her back before when it comes to losing that weight and keeping it off. She's experienced doing different diets before and doing some restrictive plans, losing weight for a while, going really hardcore, but not being able to sustain it. But from the beginning, there's been definitely a very harsh mindset towards herself that I've been really wanting to help her work on. Because it's very often the case that when you do so well for a certain period of time, but you're never giving yourself the encouragement and the praise for it, and you're trying to get to a goal as quick as you can because you're not happy where you are, it often comes along with a lot of self-judgment, self-criticism if you go off track. And often people are working towards a goal with that mindset of, I'm not good enough as I am. Like I'm not happy with my body. I don't like my body. People vary in their kind of attitude to their body, but a lot of people are extremely hard on themselves and very self-critical of their appearance, how they feel in their clothes. And this is often what drives people to chase the goals that they've got, is to get away from that pain of how they don't feel happy as they are. But when that's the big driver, it often creates a sense of pressure and real urgency to get to that goal so that you can then feel better. And it then becomes relying on the scales to kind of validate any progress and allow you to feel good. And if you don't see progress in the way that you want, then your brain can react with real harsh criticism and self-judgment again. And it can become this really painful, vicious cycle where there's constant pressure, not enjoying the process. And at some point it leads to self-sabotage because your brain's like, well, this isn't fun. I don't ever feel happy and safe. I'm constantly under pressure to get to this goal. And if I don't, I know there's a whole ton of criticism I'm gonna give myself. And so I may as well just eat to feel better. Like why bother? Why put myself through this and chase this goal when there's just never any enjoyment from it and I I don't even know if I'm gonna get to the goal because I keep repeating these self-sabotaging patterns as well. And this is something that I've seen many people get stuck in and it's something this, this lady has been experiencing. So my biggest goal with her has been to help her be a whole lot kinder to herself and that will set the foundation for the consistency that she needs to see the progress that she wants to create as well. 
this particular lady hasn't got a lot of weight she wants to lose. She does want to lose a bit, but she also wants to get stronger, tone up, feel muscle tone, feel great in her body. And that takes time. When you don't have a lot of weight to lose, weight loss will be slightly slower than if you had more weight to lose. And when you're wanting to gain muscle and strength, which is an amazing goal to have, that is one of the best goals I love helping clients achieve. It takes that bit longer because it takes our body time to build that muscle and build strength. So it's something that's gonna require patience and consistency, and it's gonna really require enjoying the process because otherwise you'll potentially get to the goal if you can kind of knuckle through it long enough. But when you get there, if you don't enjoy what you've done, you're not gonna keep doing it. And if you don't keep doing it with anything, you're gonna slide back to where you started. So we need to create a lifestyle and choices and habits and routines that really work for the long term and that feel enjoyable and sustainable. So what we're doing with this lady, it's kind of been held back by the injury that she's had. So that work on the, the muscle tone, we can do it to a degree, but it's gonna take a bit longer than she wanted it to because the injury is just slowing things down for her. So in the meantime, we wanna work on mindset around choices, nutrition, doing what she can, controlling what she's in control of, and working on being a whole lot kinder to herself as she does that. And this week, this lady had an experience at work where there was, I think, a whole a whole buffet of tasty, low-nutrition foods there that were kind of brought in for, by different people. And this was a situation where beforehand, months ago, she would have felt that she shouldn't have any of these foods. There was, I think, pastries and donuts and cakes and biscuits. And she would have tried to resist and felt bad, felt like she was missing out, and potentially then eaten something and then felt like she'd messed up. So then eaten more and then gone home and had a completely off-plan dinner that was much higher in calories than it would otherwise have been. And then she may have been off track for a few days. That was a, a kind of pattern that a lot of people can experience where you feel like there's certain foods that are bad foods, you shouldn't have these things, but you see all the other people around you are having them and enjoying them. And there's that sense of restriction, deprivation, frustration. And then if you have one thing, it's like, oh, I've ruined it. I may as well just keep on going and I'll start again tomorrow or Monday. And it's such a common pattern to experience. But this time, this lady, she didn't have any of the, the buffet that was around for the vast majority of the day. And her mindset with it was fantastic. It was, she was telling herself along the lines of, these foods, they're just not worth it. Like they're not amazing foods. A lot of these things are bought from a supermarket. I could get them again when I wanted to. I don't think any of these are worth the calories and the feeling I would get after. So she didn't have them until she got to the afternoon. And I think there was a one and a half chocolate filled mini donut type things that were left. And she decided to have one of those and leave the half. And she had it and she enjoyed it. And then she went home and she had her normal dinner. And that was absolutely awesome to listen to her telling me that, knowing how that would have been so, so different before. But what was really interesting is that she was very neutral about it and just told me and kind of dismissed it as like, well, yeah, I had that and then moving on. There were so many wins in that day that she wasn't acknowledging and feeling good about. But on the flip side, if she'd have had more of those foods and gone a bit off track or even just had a few extra biscuits compared to what she had, she 
most likely would have beaten herself up and felt that she'd ruined it and she was never going to get to her goals. And that I pointed out to her and she agreed that that's what she would have done. So she was kind of creating a no-win situation with that mindset that she either does well and doesn't acknowledge it or if she feels she doesn't do well, she's really hard on herself. So that's what we want to work on changing. And pointing out to her in that conversation, there was considerable progress and wins in that day. Firstly, through the mindset of seeing those foods available and the way that she talked herself through not having them. She wasn't saying, I shouldn't have these, these are bad foods, I need to lose weight, I need to cut calories, I have to avoid these foods, they're really bad, I'll be bad if I eat them. She was just thinking, they're not worth it, Like they're just generic, I could get them again, they're not amazing, I've had them before. So it was a really good mindset to have where she was just coaching herself through it in a helpful way. And then when she got to the one and a half mini donut things that were left, she didn't have the other half. She just had one and she enjoyed it. She could easily have had that one and thought, oh, well, I've ruined it now. I may as well have that half as well. And then maybe had something else. But she just had what she wanted in the portion size that felt right. She ate it mindfully and enjoyed it. She didn't rush it and feel guilty for it. And then she went home and she kept to her normal plan for dinner. And that's another win there. So pointing that out to her she then kind of realized yeah that actually that was pretty good and it's so important to feel good about that when we do that we notice there's progress and wins that we've created our brain gets that little hit of dopamine and pride and satisfaction and that's what leads it to want to repeat those patterns again if we're just we're only ever hard on ourselves or neutral we don't get any enjoyment but if we are looking for wins and signs of progress, even if they feel really small, but we see them and we acknowledge them and we give ourselves a little pat on the back for it, whether that's a, a physical pat or just a little emotional, like, yes, that was good, well done. Then we start to feel better and our brain's then on the lookout for thinking like, how can we win this again? And it opens our brains up to that new perspective in those moments as well, when we might habitually think, oh, there's food around us that's tasty and tempting well, I need, if I have it, I'm going to ruin it. You know, I shouldn't have it. I mustn't have it. It opens up that new thinking process of actually, right, we could have it, but is it worth it? And like, I'll feel great actually if I don't have it. I remember last time I didn't have it and I actually felt really pleased and proud of myself after. And that's what we want to create, that way of thinking and that new method of doing things that opens the brain up to, to changing our habits and our reactions in those situations. And the other side of it is that if we notice that we have gone off track and we've not made a great choice, we need to flip that from being really hard on ourselves and going into self-criticism and blame and judgment and guilt to just being a whole lot more neutral and then seeking compassion, interest and curiosity as the emotions that we have. At the moment, many people are in, in the place of if they do well, it's neutral, if they if they mess things up, it's terrible. We wanna to go to, if you do well, it's fantastic, well done, acknowledge it. And if you slip up, it's neutral, but what can we learn? When you've got that, that goal of just being compassionate to yourself, being interested in what you can learn and curious about like, what could that be? Like, what, what led me to make that choice? What was I thinking? What was going on before that that maybe led to me feeling a certain way? What was my brain telling me? When we have that 
mindset we firstly we feel better and that's really important but more than that we get better results because it opens the brain up to learning from the times that don't go well so when we when we just go straight into criticism and blame and judgment and guilt our brain shuts down and it doesn't want to learn anything so we don't see the lessons that are there we just try and forget about it and move on because it's painful to experience and because we don't look at it and we don't learn from it that pattern remains the brain has that that same response that it's learned and it will repeat it next time because we haven't processed it differently but when we're open to learning something and we we treat ourselves kindly and with compassion and we're interested and we're curious we can find that lesson and then we can kind of decide okay what do i need to do differently there what what thoughts could i kind of practice for those moments that will help me a whole lot more or how can i set myself up for success in those situations like what could i do differently and then we start to create change so that's so important to have that mindset be really proud of yourself when you notice anything you do even slightly better and if you think actually that wasn't great i've slipped up a bit there move straight into kindness compassion curiosity and interest and leave the guilt and the shame and the judgment behind and you will create much better progress over time from that and you'll enjoy the process a whole lot more and if you enjoy what you do and you feel good when you're doing it and you get that sense of hey this is great i'm learning and i'm improving you'll keep going and when you keep going and you're consistent you'll create fantastic results in time so that was the first one and then Moving on to the second conversation I've had with a client this week. In fact, a few clients this week, this topic has come up. And that is about eating enough in the day. So a lot of clients experience getting to a certain point, usually in, in the afternoon when they get home from work or in the evening, where they do struggle to keep on track with their nutrition. They tend to feel quite hungry, quite picky, come home and just have nibbles and snacks before dinner or get to the evening and then just kind of picking on things after dinner and then ending up having more calories than they wanted to have in that day and just feeling like oh, I went a bit off track there. And very often, one of the big reasons for this is that we're not eating enough earlier in the day to give your body the fuel and the nutrients that it needs to actually feel energized and like stable through the whole day and into the evening. There's a number of reasons why people can snack and overeat later on. And that's often to do also with things like tiredness and stress and just overwhelm at the day or just a habit we've created as well of like when I get home or when it's the evening, then we can relax and unwind and we can have these foods. And it's our way of kind of switching off a little bit and decompressing and just taking our focus away from all the things that we need to do. There's that as well. Um, but in this scenario, something that, that was really noticeable from looking at this, a, a couple of clients' food diaries this week, was that they were eating very light uh, or missing a meal sometimes earlier in the day. And both these patterns are common. There was one client who was eating, eating a couple of meals, but very small, very light, almost, I would say, snacks rather than meals. And another client was having a decent meal, but then kind of struggling to find time for for her dinner actually. So she was having breakfast and lunch were decent, but then dinner wasn't really planned. So that became just a very light meal. And then she got hungry and then she was snacking more than she wanted to. 
and this is really common that we we sometimes we just don't have enough because we're busy or because we're trying to lose weight or a combination of both we don't have the the structure and the routine and enough nutrition through the kind of the bulk of the day and that means that when we get to the to the afternoon or evening suddenly our body is sending us these signals to eat more and they're a lot harder to respond to in a kind of a calm nutritious way like it's much easier to go and get something quick and high in sugar because that's what our body is generally wanting is is realizing hey i've not had enough energy today let's go and get something that gives me quick energy that's going to be chocolate or crisps or like a big bowl of pasta or anything that's like easy and high carb that you've learned before oh, that feels really good that feels satisfying to have so it really really helps to have a routine for for your meals and to have three normally three meals a day with high protein in each one good nutrition the majority of the times like lots of vegetables at dinner preferably some fruit and veg earlier in the day as well and some healthy fats in there somewhere too and with this if you can stick to a regular routine you can have breakfast at a certain time lunch at a certain time dinner at a certain time as regularly as you can your body starts to learn hey this is like this is great we're getting regular nutrition like we know when the next meal is going to be and it starts to kind of settle down and reduce a lot of the signals that you might otherwise get that you're hungry at certain times and there's these sudden cravings that would emerge when you're out of routine and when things are just inconsistent in terms of when you eat and you're kind of grabbing things at certain times just when you can that's when the body doesn't really know what's happening and when it's going to get its next meal and so you're much more likely then to experience these cravings where it's really driving you to eat something because it doesn't know like when's the next meal coming it's seeking like your energy levels are dropping your nutrition's not been quite where it needs it to be and so it's really hard then to finish the day at a place where you feel just yeah i ate really well today so three meals with protein nutrition if we're thinking we're just kind of looking at what is a nutritious day we want to be a bit strategic with getting that protein in each meal so that you have it regularly through the day we tend to use and absorb protein much better that way if it's kind of 30 to 40 grams per meal can be slightly less than that but roughly 30 to 40 grams in each meal maybe a bit of protein and some snacks as well we get a lot more benefit from that in terms of fullness and in terms of our body's ability to use that protein for its primary job of kind of repairing rebuilding our cells and our muscles but so many other important factors that it's involved in as well it works a lot better when it's just regular in each meal versus a big chunk of it in one meal in particular so trying to get it regularly is very very helpful and fruit and veg obviously really important beneficial veg in particular because it's got so much fiber and water and nutrients in it and it's something that our body will take a bit of time to digest that will keep us full and energized and healthy and feeling great and then strategic use of of carbohydrates in your day is really helpful to think about as well we're all a bit different in how we react to carbohydrates and i often see a lot of women try and just cut them out almost completely because it they feel it helps them lose weight and part of that is because when we eat carbohydrates we store those carbohydrates for energy and when carbohydrate is stored for energy it's stored with a lot of water so every gram of carbohydrate that the body stores it will store it with three grams of water which is why often if you have a, a meal like pasta or pizza you'll weigh a bit more the next day 
it's not because you've gained two pounds of body fat, it's that you've just taken in more carbs than normal and your body's put that away for, for using as fuel and it's put it away with water because that's just how the, that natural process works. So often women will find, oh, if I eat less carbs, I, I weigh a bit less, like I, I drop weight quicker and they create that, that kind of connection that less carbs means more weight loss. It may mean a bit more weight loss, but it's water weight. And often what happens if you don't have enough carbs is that at some point you get really hungry and you overeat them and then the weight loss sort of slows down because you've taken in more calories than you needed. So carbs are important and they also, they give us energy. They give us a lot of nourishment. They give us fiber, which is important for gut health. But ideally for all my clients, I want to help them get fitter as well as lose weight I want them to be getting stronger in the gym and building their health and fitness which my previous episode the one before this one talks all about the importance of cardio and strength training for our long-term health for the rest of our lives having a better quality of life so I'm really encouraging them to build their health and fitness and be doing strength training and for that kind of exercise we need carbohydrate so having carbs in your day is really helpful especially around exercise whether it's before or after or both it will definitely help your body to get more from that session and to recover quicker if you've got carbs in your day so if you were taking carbs out of one or two meals particularly on a day that's less active that can work well but i would definitely have carbohydrates in at least one meal preferably two and preferably mostly carbohydrates that are nutritious more natural carbs like potatoes, sweet potato, oats, uh, rice, lentils, beans, chickpeas, but like pasta and rice, absolutely fine. Bread's fine too. Um, if you go for the wholemeal version, if you are happy enough eating it, then that's really helpful. But portion size makes the biggest difference as well. Factoring that into your day is really important. So that's something that I was encouraging a couple of clients to do, because I think it will really help them get to the evening and avoid the kind of the other high carb foods that we tend to go for that are a lot less nutritious, a lot higher in sugar, lower in nutrients, and don't leave you feeling great after. So planning in that ex planning in that nutrition and thinking about it as fueling my body. I want to feel great, not just thinking I need to cut back as much as I can so I can lose weight quickly. Logically, it kind of makes sense to eat less to lose weight. And to a degree, we obviously do. We need to create a calorie deficit to see weight loss happen but what so often happens is that we cut back so much that we get hungry at other times and we just eat back that calorie deficit at a different time of the day or part of the week we get to the weekend and we've been restricting so much that then we go out and we we overeat and we overdrink. so when you've got that steady consistent nutrition in the week it really sets you up for much more consistency feeling much better getting much more out of your exercise getting fitter and healthier and stronger and seeing that weight loss happen as a result of consistency. And it's important for, I think, physical health and mental health to eat well and to be planning enough food and not just restricting for weight loss. When we're thinking about, can I get enough nutrition into my day versus can I just eat very little today? The focus on nutrition and, and finding that balance and spreading things out over the day that is you prioritizing your physical and mental health. Physical health, because you're getting protein, veg, healthy fats, fruit, carbohydrates, you're giving yourself enough chance to kind of get all those nutrients into your day. 
and mental health because when you do it that way and it's consistent routines as much as you can we also want to have that focus on just then mindfully eating that food so that when it's planned and it's your time to eat that meal you're sitting down to really enjoy it and then you can be in tune with your body and notice like how do I feel when I'm eating this when am I feeling like I'm getting full and that, that's a good point to stop it's generally much calmer and more in tune when we've got routines versus when we're eating ad hoc or we're eating just small amounts here and there we can often eat that quickly because we're busy or on the go this way slowing it down and really noticing the the taste of everything you have you start to be much more in tune with just when's a good time to stop am i enjoying this like am i actually hungry and so you can plan more food but you don't have to eat it if you find actually i'm not hungry for all of this so it builds a better relationship with food and your body as well and that's the important point too with building a healthy relationship with food it also means planning in foods that you really love that are not nutritious but you just really enjoy them and when you've got this consistency with regular meals and eating enough you can also plan in the things that are most worth it to you like sprinkle those things into the week and really enjoy them and probably be able to enjoy them in a, a smaller amount because you've got lots of filling nutrition inside your body already so you can just enjoy the taste of a few bites or a small portion of whatever you love whether it's chocolate or cake or dessert or pizza or pasta or crisps or whatever else you can eat that mindfully too knowing that nothing is bad nothing is off limits and my body's got everything it needs to feel great so i I can include a little bit of this too and it's fine i will feel good for that i can include it and then not overeat it because it's not bad and because i'm not ravenously hungry so i can feel good on a smaller amount knowing again i can have it whenever i want and that helps with finding that balance and knowing that you can't mess things up something we also work on through online coaching is is building that awareness of how to balance things out over the week and it's important to look at it as a week not just one day because you can sometimes find one day might be not what you'd call balanced it might be more carbs on that day or more fats or it might just be not quite where you want it to be and maybe you do go out one day and you have pizza and that's high in carbs at dinner not much protein not much veg but you really enjoyed it because you were out with your friends and you want to be able to do those kind of things now and again but knowing that we can balance this over the week you can know that that was a high carb dinner i'll weigh a couple of pounds more tomorrow that's okay it's just water but if i have more protein and fruit and veg tomorrow because i had the pizza today i can give my body the nutrients that it didn't quite get enough of yesterday I'll have less carbs today because I had a a big high carb pizza last night and that will just help my body use the carbohydrates that it's stored and I'll still have some carbs like if I need some carbs or if I'm being active today and I feel the need for energy I'll still eat some carbs but maybe just a bit less than I would have maybe I'll have a little bit less fat today because there was a good amount of cheese and oil in that pizza and then over the course of a week with that kind of just being aware of how the week is looking little tweaks to the next day if needed you can find that balance and it helps you create consistent progress while still enjoying what you love and not needing to be perfect at any point and knowing as well that you you can always stop at any point you're eating if you feel like actually i'm now not hungry like or i i'm probably just not enjoying this or this is just something that yeah i'm not feeling great at the moment i i think i'm eating for reasons other than hunger 
you can always stop at that point. You don't need to eat everything that's there. Even if you've planned these high nutritious meals and you think, actually, I'm quite full, maybe you could save that for later. Or if you're overeating, if you've had a tough day, you can stop at that point and then know that you can do, all you need to do at any point is make your next choice a great one, which could mean eating some great nutrition next time you're hungry. It could mean just stopping there and going for a walk. It could mean stopping partway through something indulgent and just either saving the rest for the, another time or just putting the rest in the bin because you've had the amount that you wanted to have. But knowing that, knowing that you can't mess it up and it's the consistency that's important, but also giving your body the nutrients that it needs. That brings you back to the original point of this little part of the podcast, that if you plan nutrition and enough nutrition, so you're giving your body fuel throughout the day, all of this becomes easier to do. And that means eating a little bit more than maybe you're used to when you're trying to lose weight, but it helps you to then feel great and to enjoy the process again. That again is the important part the massively important part when it comes to being consistent and creating long-term results. It just teaches your mind as well that we're doing this from a place of love and self-care and wanting to be healthy. We're not just doing it to just see the number on the scales drop. We want more for ourselves than that. We want to feel fantastic. We want to have great health. And when we do that, when we give ourselves nutrition, we're listening to our body, we will naturally lose that extra weight over time because we'll be more consistent and we'll feel better and we'll move more and we'll get more out of what we do. So planning great nutrition, good protein in each meal, making sure you get a good amount of veg in your day as much as you can, fruits, quality carbohydrates, some healthy fats in there somewhere. It doesn't have to be all these things perfectly every day, it's just that consistency, but regular meals that help you stay full and nourished would be the big, the big thing I'd wanna focus on there. On my Instagram page as well, if you have a little scroll through that, at Hayley Plummer PT, I'll leave the link to it in the show notes. There are some ideas on there too for um, structuring your day to get enough protein and nutrition. There's various posts just kind of talking about those topics and there's various podcasts in this podcast series as well that will talk about it. So you can also have a scroll through the episodes that I've done and the titles will describe like if it's something about nutrition and planning your day, that could be worth a listen if you need some ideas on how to do that. And the third topic for this podcast is a, is a quicker one. It's just something that this week I've had a couple of clients that I've been talking to about this. Um, and this is just meditation. And basically, one of the, the ladies that I'm working with has been wanting to, to practice meditation for a while. She's noticed that she's been doing fantastic with weight loss as well. And one of the things that's just holding her back from getting to the, the very last part of her weight loss is, her weight loss goal is that she's she's getting to a certain point in the day where she's just eating because she's tired and stressed and overwhelmed. And that's improved a lot, but that habit is still there of just when I'm tired and stressed, like going for a snack is a really quick and easy option to just give me an energy boost, give me a sense of just calmness and then I can keep going. And she's recognised that and wanted to kind of build in a little bit of downtime in her day because she's on the go the whole time. And a, a lot of a lot of women, a lot of my clients that I work with are in this same position where it's just go, go, go all, all day. Like work, kids, family, friends, like sorting stuff out in the house from start to finish. It's like little time to just rest and 
decompress and that's where we often go to food to do that for us so this lady she's been wanting to try meditation she's not been sure how to do it and we spoke a little while ago about maybe just trying on youtube there is um they have like five minute or ten minute guided meditations and that's something i myself like started with that i started testing it out um because i was encouraged to do meditation by my own coach as well um for the reason of just being able to just focus on something calming and switch off from everything else for a while because my brain is go 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 all the time and that can lead to feeling like there's always so many things to do and it can get overwhelming i'm just taking that time to just sit and breathe for five or ten minutes it feels counterintuitive because i'm like i just want to crack on and do stuff but i found through doing meditation consistently i feel a lot calmer and i feel much more in control of my brain as well when my brain's wanting to go off on different tangents and focusing on all these things that then feels like overwhelming through practicing meditation it helps you just stay calm and focused in the moment and actually get more, more productive and more focused in the tasks that i'm doing because i'm better at bringing my brain back to what i want to focus on and that's what you practice in meditation it's like you constantly have your mind wandering off in different directions and you're just practicing gently bringing it back to focusing on your breath and it takes a bit of time i found like for that to start to really take effect and to notice any progress and still there's plenty of times where my brain's constantly wandering off for the vast majority of the time but it does improve and this is what this lady is finding so she's she tested out those five minute and ten minute videos on youtube and i think that's a really good place to start because you can get apps that will guide you on meditation the most common ones that people know of are calm and headspace there's also one called insight timer and Budify, and I think those last two are, are free. Calm and Headspace are paid apps, but you can do a trial, I think, on them first, and they're very, very good. I have Calm um, on a subscription, so there was an offer, they do lots of offers you can sign up for, and, and they have a massive database of stuff. But if you're just wanting to test it out, YouTube videos are a really good place to start, So I think if you have YouTube, the free version, I think you can still listen to it without an advert popping up in the five or ten minutes that was at least the case when i tried it before i started paying for youtube so worth testing out definitely and certainly this lady has found it's been really helpful for her and this is what she said in her check-in this week meditation is helping quite a lot sometimes i've craved a five or ten minute meditation at the same time as i would previously have gone for chocolate to numb out if i can keep embedding that as a habit it would be amazing it shows that a lot of the eating was a response to exhaustion or feeling tired and worn out. And that's huge. Like she's craving meditation sometimes now when she would have previously just automatically gone for chocolate. I think it's so often the case that we, we do naturally go for chocolate or snacks when actually we just need some calm. Like we need to take a little bit of time out for ourselves. So I would highly recommend giving that a go. And the YouTube videos are great. If you literally type in five-minute guided meditation or 10 minute guided meditation the first ones that come up are by there's the same company or same couple of companies i can't remember what they're called but um they'll come up first and they're just well worth testing they have a few different ones different like different topics um all along the same line of just guiding you to to sit and be calm and be present and focus on your breathing and it's amazing the impact it can have and there's a lot of studies that show you the benefits of meditation as well so I'd highly recommend it as a free tool that is so valuable 
to do and can give you so many benefits. And often people think, well, I just don't have the time to meditate, even like five or 10 minutes. And I've heard it said many times now that it's when you say you don't have time to meditate, like you need to do it for twice as long. It's so, so beneficial. And a lot of the most sort of successful, productive people that we see who like online, they have a habit of meditation, like sometimes 20 minutes, half an hour, even an hour or more, and yet they get so much done. So there's a lot of evidence that it's it's really helpful and none of us really can say, I don't have five minutes to sit and do a meditation, like really. We need to make sure we've got our priorities right, like for our own health and well-being. If we're struggling with stress and overwhelm, anxiety, eating because we're stressed and overwhelmed and anxious and there's so much going on, we need to then carve out that time to just decompress because our bodies need rest and just downtime. And if we're not getting enough of that, you can keep rushing through the day and you can keep doing as much as you can, cramming in as much as possible. But at some point that backfires and it can either backfire regularly in small ways because you're overeating because you're stressed and that's your coping mechanism or it backfires down the line when your health starts to suffer. And often it's both. We're often doing the regular snacking to zone out for a few minutes and we're often then suffering in years decades to come but if we bring it back to what can we do now to create that time if we can just factor in five or ten minutes and we can let our bodies rest and our nervous system can calm down it has a knock-on impact on that you you feel that bit better you're probably going to be more productive in the day because you had that time to just really switch off a little bit and you make better choices, you're less likely to eat to feel better. You start to shift that pattern, which is just what my client has noticed. And meditation is not for everyone, like it's not the be all and end all for every single person, but we all need something that helps us to just switch off in each day. So that's well worth trying, because a lot of people find it incredibly helpful. And a lot of people don't know where to start. So those five or 10 minute guided meditations are a really great starting point. And there's other, other tools and strategies you could use as well. There's things like journaling, there's things like just listening to your favourite music, going outside into your garden for five minutes, going for a walk in nature. All sorts of things can help. But yeah, those things to consider. Meditation, I'd highly recommend giving that a go, even just for five or ten minutes. And that is it for this episode. So I hope that was helpful. And as always, if you have any thoughts or questions feel free to get in touch. My email is hayley at hayleyplumber.co.uk and I'll leave the links to my social media in the show notes if you want to come find me on Facebook or Instagram. Thank you for listening and speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, if I can help you in any way, please feel free to get in contact with me via my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.